The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. So, Ruben, what's it like working with your friend? Oh, it's all jacked up. It is. It's all jacked up, man. They always get their feelings hurt, and they, they, they want attention, and they want to feel validated. Excuse me, didn't we just do an episode about that last week? I have no idea. What did we do last week? I, uh, I think, well, I turned 24, and... Um, oh, that's right! It was your birthday, like, in two days. <laughs> No, because we totally record these episodes when we release them. We do these live, you, you, yeah, you, internet people, you. you. <laughs> um, well, what's it like being twenty four now? Oh man, it sucks. <laughs> I, I, yeah, twenty four did suck for me, but for different reasons. Well, I think actually it's going to be a really good year because I'm married and you're pregnant. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not at all. Not even close to pregnant. Not even a little bit. Well, you're practicing to be pregnant. Well, no. No, practicing to be pregnant would entail, like, um, intense food cravings and being really snippy with people. And Am I pregnant? <laughs> I think Brad, you, am I pregnant? I think you... I, do you have something to tell me? I have. I, I I might be pregnant. If if those are the signs of pregnancy, I might be pregnant. Well, there's also there's also uh, not being able to sleep well, and um, having intense desire to fill your home with things that will prepare you for that time in your life. Nesting, as it were. I gotta call my doctor. <laughs> it's a miracle. I really need to call my doctor. <laughs> For many reasons, but I do have to call my doctor. <sighs> uh, last week's episode was great. Yeah, it really was. Uh, we got some great feedback. We did. And we're actually going to talk about some feedback we got based off our Amazon link here in just a second. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I'm actually kind of upset about is we're currently in a political race, you and I. We are? We are, we are, we are racing for uh, the best hair of the podcast. And I think I won. Well, currently, I believe it's 67% in my favor. However, we do have a lot of people who are voting based off of party lines. Well, also, I have a majority on Facebook, which doesn't count. Facebook doesn't count at all. And you know what? I We should have clarified because a lot of the comments I'm getting about your hair is that your hair is longer. We can't say that they're voting based on party lines, though, because Jeremy, the guy who I call my brother, voted for you. That's right. I got a couple of crossovers. Okay, so we're not voting based on party lines. But for the most part, it's party lines. No, it's not. Okay, the screenshot that I saw earlier was, well, you know, I, let me go look at it now because I actually have to. I actually figured out how to look at who voted. <laughs> Good I, for you. I learned how to Instagram. Are you working? Are Are you learning how to use social media? I believe so. How did I do it the first time? How does this? 
Nope, that's not how it works. There it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. So if you so didn't, it's, it's seven to eight right now. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, guys, uh, we are having a disagreement. Some would say a fight. What the hell? Over who has the best hair. Emma Nelson voted for you. Of course, because I have better hair. Look at it. Your hair is longer. It's not better. It is better. Length does not equal better. And even if you're... The look you're giving me is you're making a penis joke. (laughs) And let me tell you something. I am not. Long penises don't always mean better penises. All I did was look at you. Look. Did we really have to do that? So let me just tell you something right now. All right? So out of the people who voted for you, we have Sarah Montez... Emma Nelson. I love that we're just outing them right now. And somebody named Bradley Biggs, that traitor. That's my husband. Although, I think he used a different account to vote for me. No, he didn't. Uh, no, it's true. However, <laughs> Jeremy, who is on your side of, this, of the aisle, of this political aisle, this made-up political fight that we're having, uh, he voted for me. Uh, but everyone who's voted for me are people I either pay or... I'm dating, and yeah. they're friends. Yeah. So uh, this is definitely a, a down political party lines, um, and it's probably going to cause the breakup of this podcast. You know, we've been through a lot, and nothing has broken us up so far. I'm calling Emma Nelson. Also, Violet commented on the post and said me, and Melody commented on the Facebook post and said me, and one of our followers, Nolan, commented on the Facebook post and said me. We're not talking about Facebook. And Sebastian's mom. Call Emma Nelson. I hope she answers. Maybe she's working. Let's see if she'll answer. I doubt she'll answer. Shalom. Oh, she answered. (laughs) Hey, you're on the podcast. Oh, hello, podcast people. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a good social call. I'm actually quite upset right now. Why? What Don't fall on? for it, Emma. I I learned how to Instagram today, and I saw that you did not vote for my hair. Moxie's hair is amazing. What can I say? Thank you. Your wow. Your hair looks good too, Ruben. It's like it was like a lose lose situation. Like I wanted to pick both of your hair things. That's very fair. Do you know I have nothing other than my hair? The one thing that I have... That is so not true. You have personality. Oh, that's a good way to say I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. You have no. great no. hair and great personality. She's right. You have can nice just, can eyebrows. I just, can, can I just say one thing real quick? You have a great beard. You can say two things. I'm going to say two things. Number one, I was going to buy you tacos eventually. And number two, number two, do you remember when you were stranded on the side of the road? <laughs> you know who didn't come and help you? Emma, he's still going to buy you tacos. I, I love how he didn't negate that. He was like, I'm going to buy you tacos someday. I was. Like, still yeah, am. Yeah, that going to happen? <laughs> Listen. Thank you for saving me from, from dying. That was. I really appreciate that. You know, I should be buying you tacos. You sh- actually, you know what? Yeah, you should be. What are you doing next Tuesday night? Uh, 
buying you tacos. Absolutely. And and you are going to retract your vote no. and vote for my hair. No. Because I saved your life and it's the least you can do. You didn't save her life. <laughs> I brought you into this world. I can take you out. So wait, you've I been... I you out too to get tacos. Sorry, say that again? I didn't hear what you said. I said I can take you out too to get tacos. Well, that I accept. Okay. And I'm, I will, um, right after this, I'll go back and re-vote. Well, you can't. You only vote once, so you kind of screwed the pooch here. Ha! Well, then, listen. <laughs> this imaginary re-vote. But, Monty, I love you. Your hair will always reign supreme. Wow! Okay, now I'm hanging up on you. I'm just, that, that just, I... So, wait, what I'm getting from this is you've been pregnant twice now? And apparently Emma Nelson is my daughter. <laughs> All right, well, now that my, my, my dreams of having the nicest hair on this podcast have been completely crushed, uh, we should probably talk about how we are saving the world one Amazon purchase at a time. Moxie, take it away. We probably should. Well, didn't you have a story that you wanted to tell? Yeah, so last week we talked about this amazing thing that we're doing with Amazon where uh, you can go to our Amazon link by going to lifefriendshiptacos.com and going about halfway down the page – there's a spot there somewhere it says Amazon. Click on there. It'll take you to Amazon. You can go to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Click on the banner. All of it's the same. It helps the podcast out. We've made about three cents in the last week off of Amazon. It's alone. really helped us a lot. And we get, we get a message from somebody who, who says, hey, listen, I really want to support you guys. I really love everything that you guys are doing. However, I, su- I support a small African orphanage through my Amazon purchases. Can I do both? And I and, and Amazon doesn't let you pick multiple organizations that you want to help out. No, the, you just have to click one link. It's one or the other. And so I told her, I said, unfortunately, you can't pick both. However, I can't in good conscience. Conscience? Conscience. Conscience. I can't in good conscience tell you to stop supporting the African families that you're supporting. Well, I guess they're not families. They're orphan children. Um, they actually are the opposite of families. They are they are the unfamilied. Um, Except it's a, one large family. It's because and, you don't have to have. Never mind. Just keep going. Anyway, so I said, please, please continue to support the African uh, uh, orphanage <laughs> that you support. Um, and then I woke up the next day and said, you know what? Screw those African oh my <laughs> orphanages. Gosh. You know, we need money too. You know, we have tacos to buy. We have crumble cookies to taste test. There's a lot at stake here. There is a lot of expenses happening here at You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. And the African people can wait. So what we're saying is if you're supporting any uh, impoverished people or, you know, orphans or anyone who's in a really terrible situation who really, really needs your help right now, what we're saying is support us instead because <laughs> you know i i i can't do this anymore <laughs> okay no but i'm in all seriousness um we appreciate the support and, and people wanting to support us we really appreciate it um but at the end of the day please if you are supporting uh, an african village um please continue to support an african village however if you are supporting um canadians they don't need the help no canadians do not need your help they will just kick your butt at hockey That's it. Um, In reality, though, seriously, if you already have a charity that you donate to through an Amazon link partnership, 
please continue to do that. Um, the specific charity that we're talking about, I actually wanted to give them a little plug today because yeah. this is so cool. It's Molly's Children's Family. Um, there was a movie about this. He and his family rescue orphans in the streets of Africa, and they raise them, school them, and train them up for life and give, him, give them the gospel during this entire time in their lives. Um, this is an amazing organization, and I know there are a lot of other organizations out there who use Amazon links. If you haven't used an Amazon link before, I'm going to tell you how to do it, not just for us, but for a lot of other different kinds of people who need your help right now, too. Um, you're going to click the link. It's going to take you to Amazon and just complete your purchase by using that link. So literally, it's an Amazon link. The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. That's all it is. It's a link that's got code embedded into it. You click on it. It takes you to the Amazon homepage. And when you do that and complete your purchase, it'll actually donate 10% of every purchase. As long as you use the link, it'll donate 10% of that purchase to whatever organization it is that gave you the link. So if it's us, it'll give us 10% of your purchase. If it's Molly's children's family, it'll give them 10% of your purchase. The specific person who donates to this organization has actually, uh, so far she sent me a link or a screenshot of how much she's generated for them. And it's $111 so far. Yeah. Just her. They have, um, their charity has made over $4 million just by using their Amazon link. And, um, it's, it's incredible. What did you say? $4 million? Yeah. What are we doing wrong? I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe not supporting orphans. I feel I like, I support orphans. Yeah? You know, Brad and I would be an orphan. Would you? Yeah, if Brad and I became one person, we'd be an orphan. How? Why is that? Because my mom died and his dad left. Hmm. Okay. Is that okay to say on the podcast? <laughs> Producer Brad just gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> so anyway, if you haven't used our Amazon link yet and you don't have another charity to support, make sure you go to our website, lifefriendshiptacos.com. You can find the Amazon link on our homepage there. If you would like to support another charity, I actually had an idea for this. If you are currently supporting another charity, just kind of switch back and forth. Just go sure. one and then the other. And the, I mean, really, then both charities are only getting 0.5%. But, it, you know, if you are torn. Or, better yet, continue to support the charity with Amazon and support us by going to dollarinthejar.com yes. and signing up for a monthly membership. Uh, we have memberships starting at $1. However... The $1 tier gets you absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just a thank you like email from us. If you get the, I think it's $6. You know, I'm going to go to jar.com right now because I don't remember, I don't remember uh, our tiers. This is actually our Patreon page. We uh, have been experimenting with a couple of different support membership things, whatever they're called. Platforms? platforms? I don't know. Yeah, platforms. yeah, support platforms. And we have moved to Patreon and we're looking forward to connecting with you guys there. Um, it looks really sleek. Ruben put it all together. You can find that by going to our website as well. You can go to dollarinthejar.com or you can go to lifefriendshiptacos.com. Just don't go to youremybestfriend.com because actually maybe... Yeah, what bastards own that? I don't know. I'm checking it out right now. No, not .cm.com. 
Oh, it's available. Let's. It's that's gonna be expensive. I'm gonna find out right now because <laughs> I have I have a new hobby and that's just buying up domains. Maybe um, maybe if we get enough Amazon money or Patreon money, we could buy dollar or you're my best friend dot com. Five thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars. All right. Well, you heard the man start buying stuff on Amazon. <laughs> now, uh, here's another. Th- so, so here's what I'm gonna tell you right now. The dollar tier gets you literally nothing, um, except a thank you note from us. Now, if you sign up for the sixteen ninety nine, no, sorry, six ninety nine. You could also sign up for the sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, we don't have that option, but I think you can customize this. Uh, you'll get the podcast early. Okay. You'll get it ad-free, so you won't hear us plugging our Amazon. You won't hear us plugging the dollarinthejar.com BS anymore. Hey. Um, but you'll also get the opportunity to vote on future episodes. You'll get exclusive content that we're making exclusively for Patreon. And for all the tiers above the $1 tier, Moxie and I are going to handwrite you a thank you note. And we are going to mail it to you. We are. And our pictures may or may not be on it. Are we doing custom thank you notes? I have no idea. Okay. We, we, ha- should, I haven't, we haven't discussed this. We should probably work on it. We will talk about it offline. Now, if you get the $15 a month option, you get to have a Zoom call with Moxie or I, or both. So not worth it. Just stick to the $6.99 one. Uh, but if you really want to do something really cool, the $19.99 tier will give you an exclusive ticket to see Moxie perform live on the internet exclusively for you i never do that anymore so if you sign up for it i have to actually put together a live show well she's gonna do it whether there's 100 people who sign up for it or one person signs up for it so so as long as no one signs up for it i don't have to do it is what i'm getting from this do it either way i'm not doing it if zero people have signed up for this my microphone has been muted this whole time really nope oh gosh so dollarandjar.com sign up support the show that's really the best way to support us right now so do that and keep supporting the African village. Oh, also follow us, subscribe to us on YouTube, because that helps too. Yeah. Do you, Do you know uh, what the new website, the new link is for for YouTube? I do. Friendsclips.com. Yes. You know how much that domain's worth right now? How much? Eleven hundred dollars. Seriously? Yeah. Is that how much you bought it for? No, I bought it for twelve. <laughs> the ROI is great. If 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 if, if uh, HBO wants to buy the domain from us. We'll gladly sell it. I feel like HBO's not going to want to buy the domain from us. They might. <laughs> Friendsclips.com. Have it forward straight to HBO Max. I, Yeah, but like the episodes aren't clips. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Let's get uh, let's, let's 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 transition into something more important than us plugging a bunch of stuff. Let's do it. All right. We'll be back in just a second with more. We were 20 minutes in. Wow. <sighs> Jeez. We're not good at this. The following is a podcast about life. Apparently. I can't not listen to music. Friendship and tacos. Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. This is You're My Best Friend. Now here are your hosts, Moxie Ann and Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week's episode is a good one, I hope. Maybe. Eh, it might be. It might suck. We'll see. We haven't we haven't recorded it yet. We're doing it currently. As, as oh, we speak. I, I didn't push record. 
Are you serious? Dang it. Are you serious? I did not push record. He pushed record. You did. I did. Yeah. I did push record. I know you did. You can't pull that crap with me. It worked for a second. Not until you didn't answer me. Well, I guess that's my tell-all. He's just not a very good communicator, you know? Well, that's funny you say that, because we were actually (laughs) going to talk about a couple of keys to communicate effectively. So last week we were talking about the ins and outs of working with your best friend, the pros and the cons of it, as well as some of the biggest takeaways that we've learned in the two and a half years, two and a half years that we've been running. Holy moly. Whoa. Two and a half years. That was loud. Two and a half years that we've been running this podcast together. This week, we're going to talk about effective communication because one of the one of the key points we had last week was communicate well with each other. Communication is key. So this week, we're going to talk about how you do that. You want to get us started? How do you communicate? <laughs> that is actually part of her communication strategy that, that uh, will at least get my attention. Yes, it works frequently. A lot less than she thinks it works. But it it works, works a lot. It does work. What did what did you get from that one? Uh, that you really want this to be over because you really want a quesadilla. Yes, that is very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making quesadillas after we record. You are? For me. Not for the whole class? Well, me and Brad. Oh, that's very helpful. Thank you. you got to make sure my boy's well fed. <laughs> He's going to be having children one day. Brad's not the one who has the children. Not according to science. Uh, so one of the things that, that we've learned uh, in the process of doing this podcast is that not only is communication key for the podcast itself, but the day-to-day behind the scenes, very important to know how to communicate properly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with us, when we're communicating well, everything goes well. When we don't communicate... Well, it's a different story. Yeah, it can get really ugly real fast. And I tend I tend to believe that when I one of us usually gets upset with each other. And I'm not gonna say who gets upset with who. Whom? Whom? Whomstedith. Whomstedith. Um But somebody gets upset with somebody. Are you expecting me to chime in here? Uh, eventually. Usually what happens is Ruben doesn't communicate well. I think he's mad at me, so I get mad at him, and then we're both just pissed. That happens? Yes, that happens like every day. That happened today. Care to elaborate? You weren't you were you were talking weird, and I thought that you were mad at me. I was having a stroke. You were not having a stroke. You don't know that. I wasn't. I I you weren't. Help. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Jeez. No, seriously. Like, you weren't communicating. You were communicating weird, and I thought that you were being passive aggressive, so I got pissy, and then you were just kind of doing your weird Reuben thing where you don't answer, but you you also do, and it's vague and confusing. And what? so I was like, well, just come on. What? Like, when I called, and I was like, what time are you coming? And you were like, sometime between now and then. And I was like, that's not helpful. It's very helpful. No, it's not. You didn't ask for a specific time. I said, what time? Sometime between now and the time I get there. That's not helpful. It's very helpful. Maybe we really need to listen to a podcast on effective communication. <laughs> they don't. Those don't exist. 
This, well, is, this is the first one that's ever been created. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So anyway, communication is very important. Brad looks really frustrated with both of us. <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like the dad who's just like, can't you just get along for five minutes? It's grandma's funeral. Stop fighting. So back to communication. It's yes. really important, not only for the podcast efficacy, but for the day-to-day. It's important that we are communicating a lot and about the right things and that we're not being vague and that we're giving the proper amount of information at the right time because otherwise there are miscommunications. Absolutely. And one of the things that that I do, that I tend to do when I need to communicate something important to somebody is I tend to write down the points I need to hit. Mm. And so one of the things, we're using this, uh, was it informant.com article? Yeah. Number one thing on there says know your message. Like, if you're trying to communicate with somebody, and you're, you're, you know, uh, let's do a, a good example. You're working a nine to five. You, you've you been there for a couple of years, and, you, you know, you started at $15 an hour, and that was on the higher end at the time that you were hired, but now that's the minimum wage. People who are getting hired at the same at that job who've been there less than you have are making that, that same amount of money. You want to go talk to your boss and ask your boss for a raise, um, you're going to want to go in there and know what you're t- first of all what you're talking about. So you're going to want to go in there and have some notes about how, you know, hey, I've been here for 4 years, you know, um I'm the longest running staff member you have, you know, you just hired somebody new who's making the same amount of money as me. Here are the thing, you know, and have specific talking points going into that conversation. That way you really give them all the information that they need to be able to make a decision. But you also need to be able to anticipate whatever follow-up questions they have. Yeah. So when you want to communicate with somebody effectively, you need to definitely know exactly what you want that conversation to accomplish. As I write this down. <laughs> She's like, I'm learning how to talk to Ruben right now. This is a master class in communicating with Ruben. Well, and that is something that I don't necessarily always know how to do going into it because I'm a woman. Not to be sexist or anything, but sometimes... You said it. No, sometimes... I mean, it's true. And I, I've learned this, especially with Brad, and he's he's really good at this, is asking me whether I just need to be heard or whether I need a solution. So when I'm venting to him, I don't go into it with, this is what I want to communicate, this is what I need to accomplish. I go into it thinking... I just need to talk about this. And half the time when I communicate with you, that's what I go into it with. Just thinking like, I just need to talk about this. I don't know what I'm trying to accomplish or trying to convey. I just have a lot of feelings and I need to share them. I'm a woman. And do you ever feel like when you do that, that we ever resolve any of the issues? I don't know. (laughs) Well, this is a great start to this episode. (laughs) So the next thing on the list is make sure you are understood. And this one I especially resonated with. I had a teacher at Azusa Pacific University. Michelle? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who she would explain. She would explain. So when I was in her chamber singers group, she would explain the point that she was trying to get across. She would give an example. She would do a whole bunch of stuff. And then at the end of it, she frequently she would say, does that make sense? 
And that's something that I've adopted when I'm trying to convey difficult points or complicated instructions or anything to people because making sure that it makes sense to them making sure that they understand what you're trying to say is actually more crucial than most people think. Most people kind of just go about it and talk and talk and talk. And when you stop, when you take that pause in the middle of whatever you're rambling on about to say, hey, does this make sense what I'm saying? Like, can we get from point A to point D and make sure that you're on board with points B and C? Okay. Yeah. Ruben's nodding. Very I was like, that's not how the alphabet works. <laughs> Pancakes aren't purple. What? What? Are you having a stroke? Of genius. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Thank God we're not a comedy podcast anymore. Seriously. Anymore? Oh, yeah. We were we were classified as comedy for a while. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you want to go on to point three? Well, here I, I'm actually, I want to pivot to a different article here real quick. Pivot! 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 Because here, here's something that I think that I need to work on more. And I'm admitting that I'm not perfect. <gasps> so can somebody please note the date and time that I am that I am saying that I am not perfect? Tuesday, July 13th at 7.13 p.m. Perfect. Ruben is not perfect. Uh, this is from liveitforward.com. And they say that one of the keys to effectively communicating is to be a listener. And I'm not very good at listening sometimes. Um, I will say, I'm actually, no, let me rephrase it. I'm really good at listening when I want to. Uh, I'm a good listener. However, when it matters, and when it's, uh, a especially with a conflict, like a conversation we're having about a conflict, I'm not listening to listen. I'm listening to respond. Mm. And there's a difference between listening to make the person heard and listening because you're preparing a response. You know, that's a very common problem in today's society, especially in America. Oh, yeah. It feels like in the last 10 years, I used to be really big on online debates, like especially political debates when I was a kid. And in the 10 years it's been since I was doing that because I stopped putting my political opinion online when I got into music, it feels like the landscape of debate has completely changed if you're not in like a debate club or a debate group or in even in politics everyone's just listening so that they can get to the point where the other person stops talking just so that they can respond with whatever they're thinking they're not actually listening um and i think that that's you know that's really important for right now is to listen <laughs> Listen, this is another thing that Michelle said, listen louder than you speak. And uh, there are all, all sorts of these um, metaphors that you can use and things that you can do to remind yourself that it's important to listen instead of speaking. But yeah. I don't like the idea of listening louder than you speak. Why not? Because you can't listen loudly. Yes, you can. Not really. Yeah. Not really. Um, there's a Taylor Swift lyric. Oh, yeah. You're going to quote Taylor Swift to me? <laughs> would you like to instead? <laughs> no, I'm saying I dislike Taylor Swift. Why would you bring her up in a conversation? Oh, you said that like you were like, I'm the ultimate Taylor Swift. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I think that she should retire off a bridge. I think that she should release more albums. She's re-releasing all of her albums. I know. Um, and they sound the exact same. Yeah, they actually do. 
What she, the hell? She's changed very little, except that she gets the royalties now. Which is actually, I kind of agree with that. But um, so one of the things that I know for a fact that I do really well is I'm I'm pretty straightforward and real with my my communication. Um, I don't I don't beat around the bush. I'm very direct. If if I want something to be the color red, I say I want it to be the color red. That's always. Yes, <laughs> as I get a red laptop covering. Um, by the way, do you think I have a problem with the amount of laptops I own? Yes. Okay. Um, so one of the things that it says here is to be real with your communication. Like, Obviously, say what you mean, mean what you say. The one thing that I hate about bad communicators is they'll just say things sometimes to appease you. And for honest to God, if you ever have to deal with me, first of all, I'm sorry. But second of all, don't tell me something because you think that's what I want to hear. Like, like it will actually piss me off more that you said that you can do something or you will do something or you want to do something when you really don't. Um, and actually, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this one. But I'm dating somebody. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Why would you get in trouble for that? No, what I'm about to say, I'm about to tell a story about the, the, the dating oh, no. process. Um, I, I, I made the mistake of um, taking what they said to me about something at their word. <laughs> Are you sure you want to talk about this? No, no, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. I don't care. I'll get in trouble for it. For the podcast. She knows I'll, she knows I'll monetize our relationship that way. Um, That's healthy. No, she, she told me that it was okay that if we didn't do something that we had talked about doing. Um, and I took her at her word, and we didn't do that. We I went and dropped her off, and all of a sudden she was upset. And she was upset because we didn't do what I told her we would do after she told me she was okay with not doing it. I'm confused. So Do that again? <laughs> so, as an example, I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but let's just say I said, oh, well, let's go have dinner after after we get ice cream. I don't know. It's really, <laughs> really backwards. <laughs> um, but, like, whatever. It was something, something that simple. Like, it was so simple, like, hey, you know, uh, right, actually, here's the, here's, I'll tell you what the, we went to church, and after church, we were supposed to get lunch. Uh, and then after lunch, we were going to go do something else. But I had to leave right after that last thing. Whatever that last thing was, I had to leave. Um, and so church ran a little late. Lunch ran a little late. So by the time we were wrapping up lunch, she was like, oh, it's okay if we skip. Uh, I think we we're supposed to go to the park or something. It's okay if we skip that. Like, just go ahead and take me home. So I'm like, wow, you're wonderful. Like You're actually letting me get out, dip out of here early and go finish editing the podcast that I needed to edit. Uh, and so I went and I dropped her off and all of a sudden she was upset because I actually skipped the plans that we had. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, again, she's a woman. You have to go with what you know we want, not what we say we want. My husband is looking at me very... Actually, he's look, it's very confused. Poker face. <laughs> no, but seriously, like if I were in that scenario and I said, no, it's fine. You can go home and edit the podcast. You have to read between the lines there. No, no. It wasn't like I said, oh, I need to go home and edit the podcast. She volunteered. She told me, you should go edit the podcast now. And then I got in trouble <laughs> for going to edit the podcast. <laughs> so why does this feel like an episode of Friends? <laughs> I don't know. We were on a break. <laughs> 
Anyway, so so the point being is like for me in particular, like the last thing I want to do is make people upset. Except for except for Moxie. Wow, I almost added your name. Wow. <laughs> except for Moxie, I'm okay with making her upset. But very easily. It's very easy to make her upset. No, he's never mind. Uh You get it. But what I'm saying is if you want to do something or if you want something out of whatever the communication is, just tell me what you want. The there's always time for the drive-through deal. Because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Start your morning at McDonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast. Try the steak, egg, and cheese bagel or the sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Tell me how to do it, and let's let's get to that point. As opposed to saying you don't really want that or you don't care if it doesn't happen, then getting mad afterwards because it didn't happen. Well, it's hard though because sometimes we don't know what we want until the opposite happens. I mean, that's very true. Like, you go into a situation thinking, okay, this is fine. You don't have to do this. And then it actually happens. And you're like, you know what? No, I actually wanted this. It's like when you're trying to choose between two things and you have someone else choose for you. Like, if I was, if I, if we were at Taco Bell, you know what? If we were at Del Taco, because Brad likes that more, and I said, do I want a, a taco or a burrito? I can't decide. Choose for me. And Brad said a burrito. If Brad said a burrito and I immediately felt regret that I didn't choose a taco, I would go with that option because that's how you decide what you actually want. Sometimes in those scenarios, you don't know what you actually want. And so the communication then can't be about in advance. It has to be afterwards, which is another part of really good communication. Listen, if you're going to Del Taco and you're not ordering a hamburger, you're doing it wrong. Or fries. Their fries are bomb. Oh my gosh, their fries are so good. We actually we went to In and Out last week. Without I, me? You were there. Oh yeah, I was there. And I had somebody <laughs> get me Del Taco fries. Yeah, I saw that. And they were delicious. And then somebody <laughs> else ate them. Who ate Who ate them? Freaking Sabrina. <laughs> no, so that's another aspect of good communication, though. Sometimes you can't resolve all of the issues as you go into it. There are a lot of things, and we're going to go over some more things in this list in a minute, but I do want to point out, you can't always have perfect communication, even if you go into it remembering all these things, planning perfectly, knowing what you're going to say, having the intention, having everything there, all your listening skills and everything. You can't always have perfect communication, and you're not going to. So the goal is not to be perfect. The goal is to be effective, and if effect efficacy if efficacy means that you approach the topic after the conversation and resolve it then and have good communication in the follow-up after the conflict that's also good that doesn't mean you failed at communication it just means that you're figuring out how to communicate better after we can continue on with these points i just wanted to point that out well here's an interesting one here's another one that i need to work on which is uh using appropriate emotion and tones Mm. Now, I've always been told that I should be a voice actor because apparently I have a good voice. The problem is I don't know how to control my tones because, you know, there's there's certain times where you're supposed to sound like you're asking a question. Mm-hmm. And there's certain times where you're supposed to act like surprise and be like, you know, you're supposed to put emotion into it. I'm just very loud yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I'm learning, particularly in my relationship, that 
my tone doesn't always match the message that I'm sending. That's very true. Because yeah. I might be I might be attempting to uh, console you or to um, make you feel better. Well, I'm like, everything's going to be okay. Like, we're going to be fine. Everything's cool. What does that tone really put off? Like, what does that tone really give you? <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> it, t- it tends to just not be whatever the other person's looking it's for. It's kind of jarring. Well, I mean, you do say I'm pretty abrasive. You are. And I don't know what that means, but... Do you know what abrasion is? No. Okay, so uh, when you exfoliate your skin... And in your face wash, there are those little beads that What's like exfoliating your skin. Wash, scrub. Why do you wash your skin? You wash your skin. Do you throw it in the washing machine? Your face. You wash your face. Twice a month. When you wash your face, you know when your exfoliator has like those little beads in it, and it scrubs at your skin, and it gets rid of the dead skin cells. It does. That's abrasion. That's what you do to people. I wash people's faces? No! <laughs> this does not seem... I, I have never once in my life... Jesus said to wash their feet, not wash their face. Are you doing either? I'm washing my feet and my face. <laughs> That's good. And hopefully some other parts, and, too. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> head-to-toe head cleansing going on here, all right? Front and back. <laughs> well, kind of back, but mostly back. Let's move on from this. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I, I I think it's a it's a difficult thing for me to, to 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 manage is managing my tone and managing the emotion that I'm attempting to portray mm. because I don't know how to portray that I you know I don't know how to portray concern I I know how to portray excitement because I'm always excited <laughs> especially for tacos that was good that was very good tacos. Are you are you confused? Taco. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> my mom, when we were kids, my sister had that issue, and I know we all have that issue, but like my sister especially. And when we were kids, my mom came up with this thing called Tony and Tootie. Whenever we were talking about it, she would say, "Okay, what you're telling me is good, but you have to watch your your Tony and your Tootie, and your Tony is your tone." And your tootie is your attitude. So that's another thing I would point out is not only do you have to watch your tone, if you're upset about something, you have to control how you're conveying your attitude about the situation. If you're going into a difficult conversation with a bad attitude, you're already in a bad place to start. Can I just say one thing that if we if we ever do a children's version of this podcast, can we call it the Tony and Tooties show? <laughs> I just feel like that's an amazing uh, brand name. Right Isn't there. that great? I we should totally do like a whole children's cartoon about Tony and Tootie. I would love that. Can either of us draw? Well, we're screwed. <laughs> Got to sell it to HBO. Well, that pro- that project's dead on arrival. <laughs> oh, Is there anything man. on here, anything else on here that you want to address? You know, we covered a lot of it. And let me just go down this list because um, we've talked about a lot of things. You know, number one is know your message. Uh, number two is make sure that you're understood. Number three is deliver your message in the proper context. That's a big one. That's the one that I struggle with. I tend to I tend to convey really difficult things at like two in the morning because that's my time 
when I process things well. And this is something that I'm learning, especially in marriage, is the proper time to give someone like gut-wrenching pieces of information is not at two in the morning when you're going to bed. That's just not the right context for this message. (laughs) And that's not the right time to go about it. And I have, I'm learning this and I'm learning so much in marriage is that I have really awful timing when it comes to having these difficult conversations. So that's a really important one. And that's one that's going to affect things like using the appropriate emotions and tones and being receptive and having helpful feedback and being a good nonverbal communicator. That's on here too, is being able to show someone without talking, without actually saying things, you know, your, your words are half of the, half of the battle. The other half is going to be your body language and the way you're listening like actively listening people can tell that people can understand the way you're feeling about something just from the way you're reacting physically these things are all important and they won't be there or they're less likely to be there if you're not delivering delivering wow (laughs) delivering your message in the proper context um Another thing that's on this list is to provide helpful feedback. And this is something that I love about my husband is he like going back to what I was saying earlier is sometimes I go into something not knowing whether I need to just talk or, you know, be heard, just vent or if I need a solution. And sometimes helpful feedback is just being with someone in the moment, sitting with them, being like Job's friends at the beginning of that book of the Bible, just sitting with them and crying. Sometimes that's what someone needs and that's all they need. Job's friends screwed it up by offering their opinions and you need to establish in that moment of communication whether that's something your friend needs or if they actually want advice. And if they actually want advice, you can go from there. If this is actually a place for you to insert your opinion, they'll tell you. They can actually, like, you can actually ask them and say, do you, like, this is something that Brad does all the time. He'll say, do you want me to just listen or do you want me to help solve this? And most of the time, I just want him to listen. But that's something really important for communication. You want to hit uh, number nine and ten? I want. Uh, I'm going to make up my own here. Oh crap! He's going off book. I'm going off book because this is actually this is actually really important to me. And this is, you know, when I'm communicating something to somebody, if it's something that's important. So by and by that I mean it's like. You know, it's not just a, oh, by the way, I'm feeling kind of upset about this. It's like, here's the next six-month plan. Here's, you know, kind of we're talking about the future. We're talking about budgets or something big or, you know, I, I, there's not a specific instance. But if you're on your phone, mm. will somebody else – it's part of the nonverbal communication thing. I knew you were going to say that. If you're on your phone while I'm communicating with you, it is the biggest F you that you can possibly give somebody. Um, now again, there are certain times where it's okay to be on your phone. Like we're just at lunch and we're just shooting, shooting the breeze and it's whatever. Fine. Cool. Whatever. Be on your phone. But if it's like, you know, and you're actually really good about when things are serious, completely shutting down whatever else you got going on and being really in the moment. But if you're on your phone while, while somebody's giving you some heart to heart conversation, you're kind of a D bag. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you shouldn't, and then you get upset when somebody else is kind of like not paying as close attention to you because you turn them off. You know, I'm pretty good at making sure my phone's face down whenever I'm having like dinner with somebody just in general. But if it's a serious conversation, like I make sure my phone's 
on silent and put away. And the only time I'll answer my phone in the middle of a serious conversation, if it's like my dad or one or one of my nep- nieces and nephews calling or something, because those can be an emergency situation. Um, but if you if you're having a conversation with somebody that's that's important and it, it's it, just stay off your phone. Yeah, stay off your phone. Yeah, seriously. Listen, make eye contact, provide feedback if if needed, but stay off your damn phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to end this on a high note, ironically, uh, because number 10 on informant.com in 10 keys to being a good communicator is to be positive. That's a really big one for communication, especially between two people when you're working on something really difficult. Um, Being positive and staying positive in a situation of conflict is really important to ensuring that both people are going to try their best to work through it no matter how difficult it is and some situations truly suck like some things are really just awful but the key to it is not letting that swallow you up and not just sitting it like you can sit in it for a while but if you're never gonna get out of it and try to be positive and if you're having that conversation cohesively then you're probably trying actively to get yourself out of that situation you got to be positive with that other person and and give them that reassurance that you know it's going to be okay that you're going to approach this in a positive way and not only will that be good for your soul it's going to be good for theirs too it's going to help them to be more positive and uplifted in that situation and uh you know give them a hand to hold on to in that time well if you just hold on to what we got it won't make a difference if we make it or not i'm breaking up with you we have each other nope no we don't and that's a lot no but love why are you looking at brad we should give it a shot (laughs) we're about halfway there about about (laughs) well we're about halfway there well, we're, we're actually, we're done. Wow! Maybe living on a prayer. <laughs> Might be living on a prayer. Oh, Take wow. my hand. We're going to get sued. Make it, I swear. <laughs> Whoa! Might be living on a prayer. Might be living on a prayer. <laughs> oh, man. Well, with that being said, we're going to end this on a positive note. We just got sued by... B. Jovi. What was it? Bon Jovi. J.B. Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Well, yeah. I'm trying to quote Andy. Okay. From the, I think he said J.B. Jovi or something. <laughs> J.B. Jovi. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of You're My Best Friend. We had a great time. We hope you did, too. If you like this week's episode, make sure that you let us know somehow. There yeah, are somehow. multiple ways. It's not hard. I mean, it's kind of hard, but not really. Not not really. I mean, if you if you have our Instagram, you just DM us. Yeah, you could do that. You could follow us on Facebook and leave a comment on one of our most recent posts. We post every day. What? Yeah, because Ruben makes me. and It's part of her job. That's yeah. why I sign her checks. You could send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You could also join our Facebook group. It's Life Friendship Tacos on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Life Friendship Tacos. Just search for Life Friendship Tacos. You can also find it. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Life Friendship Tacos, tacos forward slash Creep Thoughts. What were we saying about not just waiting for the other person to finish talking so we could Forward slash talk? Creed Thoughts. <laughs> Don't go to forward slash creed thoughts. <laughs> I don't know what that would. Oh, 
totally, we should totally get forward slash creedthoughts.com. We should. Also, you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, you can. That is one of the best ways to support this podcast because it helps other people see that we don't suck. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Even it if is, we do suck. It is false advertising, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just tell people that we don't suck so that way we can make more money off of them. Um, one other thing, That's too... That's really healthy. <laughs> one other thing is make sure you stick around. We are going to record an overtime segment. Who knows what we're going to talk about in overtime, but make sure to follow us over at dollarandjar.com. $6.99 and up will get you a thank you note in the mail. Uh, also, access to our ad-free shows as well as the overtime segment. So make sure... So stick around for that if you are one of the people who help us uh, by subscribing. To and stuff. if you're having issues finding dollarinthejar.com, just go to our website. It's going to be at halfway uh, out. It's going to be about halfway down the homepage. And I know because I designed it myself. And by design, she means designed. Boom, roasted. Boom, toasted. Boom, posted. Boom, hosted. <laughs> the podcast this week. <laughs> Checking that off the to-do list. Here we go. All right. Uh, well, that being said, uh, my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we are out of podcast. Are out of time. Also, if you go to our website, you can buy our merchandise. You can. You should do that. That's also on the homepage. There's not a lot of stuff for sale right now. Along with pictures of us wearing our merch. It's pretty cool. And me doing this. You won't understand that unless you, you follow us on YouTube. <laughs> Our merchandise link goes nowhere. What? No, it works. Oh. I tested it. Our, wow, we're selling leggings? Yeah. By wow. Ac- it was an accident, remember? <laughs> I didn't remember this. I haven't <laughs> been on this website in a while. <laughs> probably, <sighs> we should probably figure out if we made any money. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys in overtime. There we go. There we go. I don't here, know. Here, here, here we go. See you there. All right, we're back. It's overtime. Did you guys like this week's episode? I hope so. They should tell us.
If you haven't listened to this week's episode, you should probably do that before you watch the uh, listen to the overtime. Yeah, because they're not going to be at all connected. And at all, not, not not at all. <laughs> uh, you know, ironically, we talked about communicating this week, and we didn't communicate about what we're doing in the overtime. Uh, not at all. And what last, are we doing? And last week we didn't even do an overtime. No. So we should do a double overtime. No. I want to go get fur. What the fur <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> Can I tell you guys something funny? This is not at all related to what we're talking about, but last week when we launched our Patreon page, which you're watching us on right now, um, Brad got all excited about it because he saw it on our website while I was working on it, and he was like, I want to go support you guys. I'm going to sign up. Which one should I sign up for? And I was like, honey, we have the same bank account. It'll basically just be like me supporting myself. And he was like, I don't care. I want to support you. So he, he didn't sign up. He has not signed up yet, and I'm no. very disappointed. No! He's doing it. Don't If you do that, then Ruben has to sign up, too. I already did. You did? Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will sign up. I'll sign up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll sign up. Okay. I'll do it right now. Okay. I'll do it right now. Okay. Dollarinthejar.com. Uh, I'm gonna do. What which, which tier are you gonna do, Brad? I'm gonna do. Hold on, let, speak louder. They don't have a three thousand dollar a month option, <laughs> so really it's that or nothing. Well, if you go to, never mind. Ne- never mind. <laughs> there, there, should, there, there, there was a way that you could just. There was a way we can like customize the amount of money that you pledged, but I don't know what happened there. Well, then a dollar it is. <laughs> How about six ninety nine, and we call it even? Call it even or split it? We can split it. Can we split it? Eighty forty. Eighty forty. I don't know. I'm gonna do the six ninety nine version. Version, whatever. I'm doing it right now. So am I. And Mox, you should sign up too. You do realize that Brad signing up is basically also me signing up. That's not true. Yeah, it is. No! What? Click the wrong button. Oh, my gosh. So what are we talking about this week in our overtime segment? Well, I'm signing up for our Patreon. Give me a second. Okay. Give me a second, honey. <laughs> Don't so call me sure. call me honey. Oh, you know what? If you do it now, you're going to get charged for half a month, and then you get charged again on August 1st. <laughs> so what you're saying is procrastinate. Y- yes. Oh, you can actually you, you could actually choose what you want to pay when you go to the checkout segments, by the way. Uh-huh. The people who already paid for this are going to be like, what the hell is going on? We don't even know any of this stuff. Hey, so by the way, we're 50-50 on the, on the vote now. What? Yep. I don't like this. I know. I don't like this. I'm okay with it. People people think that longer is better and it's not true. Your hair your hair is freezing at the end. What? There, I can see the split ends from here. No, it's not. I'm donating $5. No, it's Sweet. not. It's not frizzy at all. It's very healthy. I'm offended. You should be. You're mean. You know, I've been hearing that a lot lately. Maybe listen. I've been trying. All right. So we're going to do, uh, we're going to pick something from the pod deck. All right. Um, 
let's do the relationship deck. Okay. Because why not? We're both in relationships. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you do for love? Oh, man. The craziest thing I do for, like, in what context? Like, if you're I already. I would do anything for love. Well, I won't do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it just says, what's the craziest thing you do for love? So I'm, I'm assuming, like, uh, I, I would I would assume this would be, like, a situation that you might find yourself in with a partner or something along those lines. Hmm. Like, long-distance relationship. Would you would you, would you you travel out of the country for to meet somebody type of a thing? Is this someone that I already know I love or someone I might love? Somebody – well, I don't know. It doesn't really say. It doesn't clarify. Well, we should clarify. Okay. So, what, well, here's the thing. I saw a thing uh, on, on the, the tickety-tack. TikTok? Um, the the tick-tack, the ticky-tack, the tick-tick-tickety-tack. <laughs> I'm waiting for Brad to kick in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should plug in a microphone for him. Yeah. Um, where somebody, I guess they met somebody on a dating app, but they had left, the, the other person left to Australia. By the way, the camera's on you, so you're making weird facial yeah, face I know. expressions. And, yeah, I know. Okay. Um, so the person left to Australia, and I guess they offered to buy the person a ticket to Australia to meet up with this person. Yike. After like a month of talking. Oh. And they did. Now they're married. Okay. So that's a pretty crazy thing to do for love. Yeah. So I guess that's the type of thing that we're talking about here. Okay. I probably wouldn't do that. Well, you don't have to anymore. You have Brad. Exactly. And all, all I had to do for that was swipe right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he just went like this. <laughs> and his muscles showed. They did. <laughs> and I liked it. Um, me too. What do you? What would you do? For love. Um, actually admit I have feelings for somebody. That is pretty daring. <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm the guy who usually sits back and just talks about how I like somebody, but will never actually ask him out. Yeah. You usually are that person. I'm very proud of you. For not asking people out? For, uh, for asking people out. Probably, I wouldn't do that many crazy things for love. Now I would. You, you've had it really lucky. Yeah, I have. You've had like a choice of guys. Not that large of a choice. <laughs> More than one. There were a couple of guys who I wanted to go out with who did not like me back. Actually, it's funny because... Should we ask Brad to leave for this conversation? No, no. Just most of my life, I was the unrequited crush. Like, literally most of my life. The first person who I dated was the first person also who liked me back. Dude, same. <laughs> no, but I was I was 16. And I had had a long history before that of guys who I really, really liked who did not like me back. Well, you also look like a dude at one point. Yes, thank you for reminding me. I mean, there's that one video that you showed me. I forgot what song you're performing, but I thought it was a boy. <laughs> and then the person started singing. And then I'm like, damn, that sounds like you. You're like, it is me. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. I see how it is. Okay, but also after, because when I was dating a couple of years ago, I, there wasn't much because I had just gone through a pretty serious heartbreak. And so at that point, there wasn't much that I was willing to do. 
um, who was I talking about it with? I was talking with someone. I don't remember who it was. Carol. No, it wasn't Carol. I was talking with someone who was saying basically, it takes me a long time. Oh, Priscilla. I was talking with Priscilla. Because uh, Priscilla, one of my friends, um, she was basically saying that she'd been through so many like bad dates and being ghosted and going through crappy situations on dates that she basically was like, I have, I need him to give first. Not that I'm not going to give, but I need him to give first because it shows me that I'm not the one who's just putting all the work in at the front and that he's not willing to do that. What does that even mean, give first? Like, drive to the date to her or pay for dinner or come up with good dates or like make the first move, send the first text, things like that. It's kind of difficult in today's culture right now because we're really shifting into like women can make the first move. Women can pay for dinner, blah, blah, blah. And so women who feel like they want the guy to pay for dinner and want the guy to text first feel like they're in the wrong for feeling that way. But in reality, there are a lot of women out there who want guys to make the first move because it'll show them that they're not chasing after the wrong person. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, and that's interesting because I'm, I'm, I've always... Hey, the picture fell down. Um, I've always been a big believer. Lauren's picture fell down. Yeah. I'm going to let her know that. Um, I've stuck it back up there like four times. Have you heard of tape? <laughs> yes, it's taped. Have you heard of double-sided sticky tape? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm a big believer... Of the guy should drive to the girl first. I'm a big believer of the guy should be driving to the girl more times than not. Mm. I'm a big believer of the guy. If the guy, specifically if the guy is asking the girl out, needs to needs to pay up front. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm okay. Like, and 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 that's something that I'm learning right now in, in the relationship that I'm in now uh, is that I have to be okay with when they want to take the initiative in paying for something. And let him letting them do it because it's it should be uh, reciprocal. But I think that at the same time, you know, if 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 the girl thinks that the guy is worth taking the risk on, take the risk. Hmm. You know, but if the guy feels the same way, he should be the one to take that step of faith. Yeah. Um, I think one of the problems is there are a lot of girls who, especially as they get older, like Priscilla's in her 30s, um, she's been on so many bad dates and gone out of her way for so many guys who didn't end up, who ended up being crappy. Yeah. That she was like, I'm just, at this point, I'm just looking for a guy to pursue and show me that he's worth it before I start putting in the effort. Because you need an indicator. Yeah. And that's a sad place. That's honestly a sad place to be. Yeah. To a certain degree. That's kind of where I was back in 2019. And she told me that we talked about this for a long time. She told me that she always offers to pay on the first date to see what the guy does to see if he lets her pay, if he encourages her to pay or if he insists on paying. And we talked about that for a while. She said, ironically, the only guy who would ever let her pay was like this billionaire who's now married to another billionaire. She went on a date with a billionaire? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Who's now engaged to the owner of Sugar Bear Hair. Do you know what that is? Nope. Yeah. That's okay. But she said that, and it was it was interesting to me. It made me really happy that um, 
that the man who I married drove to me first for our first date and paid for my coffee. It was a very small thing, but it meant a lot to me. So uh, back to the question at hand, which is what is the craziest thing you'd do for love? I still don't know. Yeah, you know, and I think it's, you know, I'm... I've done the thing where you've kind of driven really, really far to meet up with the person and you tend to be really disappointed in yeah. the end result. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd be willing to travel that far for somebody. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What what would you, the people who are listening to this, all one of you who are listening to this right now, um, what what is the crazy thing that you would do for love? Uh, mm-hmm. It's an interesting, an interesting topic. Brad, what would you do for love? I would do anything. Wait, we already made that joke. <laughs> All right, uh, last one here. Right. Uh, when do you think it's the right time for the people, uh, for your partner, uh, to meet each other's parents slash families? Ooh, that's a good question. Because on the one hand, I think that you need some time to make sure that the relationship is solid. But on the other hand, meeting the other person's family especially when you come from a large family that's kind of in your business all the time, meeting the other person's family can be a good indicator of whether you think it's going to work out or not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think you should wait a little bit. Sorry, I took a nut in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized how bad that sounds. Okay. For me personally, I would say within the first two months. However, I think for other people, that's probably not the case and shouldn't be the case. Yeah. I I think that. um, Because for me, like Brad met my parents the second time he met me. And that was kind of important because my family is crazy (laughs) and he needed to know what he was getting himself into. For other people's families, I don't think that should be the case. Um, I think within the first two months is, is a good time indicator. Um, cause within that two months you, you should know whether or not it's going to be a serious relationship or not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's all we got for you for this week's, uh, overtime. I think it was about eight minutes. Yeah. Maybe it's been minutes. longer than that. I don't know. About 12 minutes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, if you have anything you'd like for us to discuss in future overtime segments, please let us know. Or on oh, wow, sorry. Or on future podcast episodes, just let us know. Thank you so much for subscribing to us on Patreon. Thank you for helping out the podcast, getting us some more tacos, Woo-hoo! and uh, just hanging out with us here every week. We really, really appreciate you. Really love you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.